This is Ottawa's home for breaking news 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. News Talk 580 CFRA. Here is Lowell Green. Lowell Green, also known as Brian Lilly, with you until 2 o'clock today, Black Friday. And my question is, are you shopping? Are you excited? Are you one of the 1.2 million Canadians that called in sick to work? If so, if you called in sick to work to go shopping, then call now, 521-TALK, 521-8255. Tell your boss how you're skipping work to get a deal. Or, alternatively, you can use a fake name and tell me you're from a different part of town. But we do want to hear from you, 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. So I got up this morning, and rather than going straight to the bunker, I wanted to see what this Black Friday phenomenon had turned into. You see the photos in the States. I mean, there was one out last night. People already fighting over big screen TVs that are on sale at a ridiculous price. Drudge Report had it up. Midnight stores open. Some, some of them are now opening after dinner when they figure everyone's eaten their turkey down in the States, they open up Thursday night. People fighting, beating each other over a big screen TV deal. That's insanity. Happy holidays, everyone. Here's a right hook. Now give me that TV. So I wanted to see, are we having the same kind of craziness here? Because I noticed yesterday walking through the Rideau Center on the way from the station back to the bunker, that they were advertising, they were opening at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. so you could get the latest fashions or electronics. Now, they, there's no Walmart at the Rideau Center, so you're not going to see people lined up to beat each other over big, big screen TVs. And the fact is we live in Canada, so the deals are not that good. Still bothers me. No, I'm not going cross-border shopping these days because the dollar is in the tank. I'd rather just invoice American clients and get paid in American dollars. That's much better for me. I get more money. But you go down to the States. When they have a sale, they have a real sale. They have stupid sales. And maybe they only have 10 of those big screen TVs on for $100 instead of $5.98 or whatever, but they have them. We don't get that here. But I wanted to see what are the sales like in the States. What are the or sorry, what are the sales like in Canada? Will the Rideau Center be mobbed? So instead of going straight to the bunker, I went to the mall. I didn't get there for 7. But I got there just after 8 o'clock. It was already pretty busy. It was already filled with people saying they wanted to know what was going on. Could they get the deals? It looked like it was the middle of any other busy day. So, I mean, not as, not as, big, as, uh, not as big as what you see in the States. Not as busy as we'll see as we get close to Christmas. But remember, a few years ago, this whole deal of Black Friday didn't exist in Canada. We just didn't do it. Now it has become a thing. Are you participating? 521-TALK, 521-8255, or star 580 on Bell Mobility. I know it's a lighter topic than we normally talk about here, but I want to hear from you. I want to know, is this something that you're going to take uh, part in? 521-TALK, 521-8255, or star 580 on Bell Mobility. I'm Brian Lillian for Lowell Green. This is News Talk 580 CFRA.
Now back to Lowell Green on Ottawa's home for breaking news, covering what matters to you. News Talk 580 CFRA. And Brian Lillian for Lowell Green once again. The tall ginger with you here. Lowell will be back soon. He's just tanning his his beach bod down in Bahamas. Uh, maybe you'll be stopping to do some cross-border shopping. I don't know. I'm asking you about Black Friday. Some of you are already calling in saying, yeah, you're going to the States. You're making that road trip, even though the dollar is, what the heck is wrong with you? The dollar is down. I don't know that it's worth it. I'm trying to get on the Walmart.com website, the American one, to see if it, um, you know, what what are the uh, what are the deals like in the States? But get to your calls in just a second. I am going to ask you, when you come on, I am going to ask you another question. And that is, do you ever play cell phone or crazy? And this is something that I, I was thinking about, again, the walk from CFRA to the bunker. When I'm up near the bunker, my office in, in the middle of the parliamentary and business district, chances are you see someone talking to themselves on the street. Chances are they're on their cell phone. It's not a guarantee because some of them are crazy. Now, some of them are crazy and on their cell phones. But the closer I get to the Byward Market, and especially Rideau Street, the chances tilt in the other direction into crazy. They're not on their cell phone. They don't have a cell phone. They're just talking to themselves. Do you ever do that? Do you, do you sit there and wonder? Or, and this can be pulling up at a stoplight and you see the person next to, yourself, or next to you yammering away. What I love is when they have the volume on the radio turned up so loud and they're on one of the calls that you can hear what the other person's saying clearly. I don't need your personal life details. I really don't. Turn down the volume. Ian is calling. Ian, you're on your way to the States for some cross-border shopping? Yeah, Brian. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. Uh, This is craziness. I'm hands-free on my cell phone in the car, which has got Bluetooth, which is very nice. I so so thing. you're one of the people that I would look at if I pulled up next to you and say, is he crazy or on his cell phone? Yeah, that would be it because it looks like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> the, uh, I go to the States every couple of weeks to fill up the tank with gas. I go down near Mesita to the Indians there. There's a station that takes a dollar at a dollar twenty-two, which is, is a lot better than the bank. And the price of gas is about 60 cents a liter over there. So even with the buck twenty-two, I, I save a dollar a tank on the average. A dollar tank, wow. a dollar a, a dollar a gallon. I got a little computer program I wrote. Every time I go over, I bring the numbers back, and I invariably save about a dollar a gallon. Wow. U.S. U.S. gallon all the time. So I buy. I drive on U.S. gas, man. But I also I make the trip. I got to pay for the bridge, which has gone up again. <laughs> but uh, cream cheese is. 89 cents for a block, where it's three bucks here. Uh, milk is 2.58 a gallon. Last time I checked, eggs have gone up. The price for cheaper buying here. Yeah, not but, uh, not everything. Even when the dollar was at par, not everything was cheaper over there. You, you got to shop. You know, uh, I, I remember chicken being really cheap when I'd go over for groceries. A chicken's cheap, but beef isn't. Beef, yeah, we're I, paying the I, same I, price for ground beef or steak or whatever. Yeah, the only thing I buy over there is I go to Aldi and Messina, and they're selling 
half a Hamlet for eighty-eight cents a pound these days. Uh, the, you know that that that's a good deal. Now, do you do you go over for the Black Friday sales? Is that not, why you're going not, over today? You're not going to beat anyone to get a big screen. Not particularly. I just this is just a, I go every couple of weeks, and this is just happens to fall on Black Friday. I don't. I want to go to the post office over there because I have some parcels coming in. I have a post office box across the river. I buy and sell stuff on eBay, and uh, I find it so much cheaper to have it shipped to there and pick it up as part of my trip. That is, it's absolutely ridiculous. The, the postage international is awful. Yeah. Uh, so. I, look, for the most part, I try and shop locally, but uh, it's an interesting question today uh, because it is Black Friday. But yep. um, there are there are some things that you just can't buy in Canada. And when I've yep. had to, sh- when I've tried to get them shipped across the border, it is craziness what you have to pay. And, and sometimes they won't even ship to Canada. Yeah, so I've had that. All but, right. Uh, I enjoy you and you and Ezra on the Rebel very much. Look, we'll look at it all the time. Oh, thank you very much. Like to hear Good that. Luck. All Good the luck best, to you guys. All right, we're going to Gary in Carlingwood. Gary, are you Black Friday shopping? Uh, no, I'm not, Ryan. No, I'm not into that whatsoever. <laughs> but uh, I wish other people very good luck for their bargains, you know. You're I, calling in about the climate change march. You betcha. I'd like to know. Like, I just found out about this, okay? It's in the Metro paper today. Head to Ottawa City Hall Sunday at 12 noon for the 100% possible march. And guess who's going to be there? David Suzuki. And they're going to have food trucks there. They're going to have music DJs. And he's going to be there. I'd like to know. Who is bringing them here, and who's paying for this? I really want to know. You know, I I have to find the audio. It's somewhere in my system. I would of David Suzuki several years ago, Mm -hmm. standing in center block. Okay, he came. He did a news conference for the parliamentary press gallery. He was he was denouncing something Stephen Harper (laughs) was doing. That evil man. But then he turned and he said. He looks at all the reporters, and most of them are just stenographers for Suzuki. It is amazing to watch people that are uh, skeptical of everything everyone says, and then an environmentalist stands up, mm-hmm. and whoa, all of a sudden, they're not skeptical. They don't have a single tough question to ask. So Suzuki's there, and he, he makes his rant against Harper, and then he says, and th- this relates to the fact that he's going to be at the climate change march. He said, this is the last time you're going to see me here. Because um, I was thinking to myself, I said, Suzuki, and th- I, I'm trying to do a complete <laughs> imitation. He says, Suzuki, because that's what I call myself. Suzuki, you tell everyone else they got to lower their climate footprint, and you're flying all over the place. So I'm just going to do, you know, con- video conference calls and the like now. I'm not going to travel the world. The guy hasn't stopped traveling one day. I believe you. He, but he's... He He's going to be on Parliament Hill for this rally, and, and yet he stood in there a few years ago saying he's giving up on traveling. Well, this says he's going to be at City Hall, and I heard that there's going to be a monster truck rally down there, too, the same time. Uh, okay, so we'll get into this. We'll get Ron Barr on from the Greater Ottawa Trucking Association. I, I the re- counter rally has essentially been shut down. Oh, no. Uh, because of uh, Ottawa police and the RCMP saying mm, we're we're closing the road, so you won't be able to get your trucks near 
this rally. Oh, the my. roads are going to be shut down on Sunday in in and around the area where the climate people want to march. My God. Well, I, I've just, if you could find out who brought this guy here, I would, you know, quit using the children, you know, for this stuff. I, my, my, my sister told me about a commercial on television with they're showing the wolves, the deer, and oh, climate change is killing them and all this stuff. And, you know, don't use the children, you know. Yeah, they, they, they took all the kids from local schools over the last year to the uh, Museum of Civilization, now the Museum of History. I went with my youngest daughter on a field trip. Okay. And they show uh, the, the uh, movie about the Arctic, beautifully shot in IMAX, absolutely wonderful. Yes. But they've got Meryl Streep narrating it on how the polar bears are disappearing. They don't tell you that it's one specific population of polar bears in the Nordic countries. The polar bears in Alaska, in the Western Arctic, in Canada, and others are thriving and expanding. I under I know that. And but but they found the one section of polar bears, and, and they're blaming it all on climate change and saying all the polar bears. But they don't tell the kids this. Oh, that's, that's so. Horrendous. Anyways, I'll get more details for you on the climate march and the climate counter march that's now been canceled. So I would keep, really keep listening appreciate to the that. show. We talked about it earlier in the week, Gary. So yep. I want to make sure that we get it on. Uh, today's show as well. We'll be talking to Ron Barr later. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Richard in Smith Falls, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Hi, Brian. Um, I'd like to give a shout-out and a special thanks to the people at the Smith Falls Hospital, from the ER all the way up to Dr. Anderson's office and his team for basically saving my life. Okay. I came in, I came in on Monday with flesh-eating disease. Wow. And um, without them, and I would be in trouble. You know, it happens very, very fast. And I give advice to anybody who has problems like this. If you see something unnormal, go to the doctors right away because this could have killed me. Well, uh, kudos to to them and congratulations to you, Richard. You know, and, what yeah. I tell, we, we all we all complain about the healthcare system at times. But that. what I always say is that once we get in, the care that we will get, especially in this region, is second to none. We might... We might all complain about waiting lists and about how long it takes them to answer the phone or what have you. But if you are seriously ill, when you get in, you're looked after, and you're you're proof of that. Okay. Well, listen, thank you very much, and thanks for allowing me to say this for the people here in Smith Falls. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Brian. Uh, I should have asked if that was the Smith Falls Regional Hospital. You know, these was that the Smith Falls Hospital, Richard? It's the Smith Falls okay. Hospital directly. All right. I'll be moving over to Perth later because that's where they do the, the-, the-, the- therapy. Uh, it's a Smith Falls Hospital that works so fast. Okay, thanks a lot, Richard. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye. And it's important to keep these regional hospitals. I mean, we can't have everyone coming into Ottawa uh, for many reasons, including ability to handle them and everything else. So uh, great work and kudos to the doctors and nurses and all the staff at the Smith Falls Hospital. Are you Black Friday shopping? Are you one of the 1.2 million Canadians that called in sick today? Call in. Tell me what you're finding. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you... What you make of this American import, this American import to Canada? 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. Going to try and have some fun today. I'm Brian Lillian for Lowell Green. This is News Talk 580 CFRA. Ron Barr standing by from the uh, Greater Ottawa Truckers Association. We'll get to him, but I am asking you, on a variety of topics, and once we get through to Ron, we'll also take your calls on climate change and such. But are you taking part in Black Friday? This is a fairly new phenomenon. Are you excited? Now, we had one guy call in, say he's already heading to the, the States. 
I was out at the Rideau Center this morning instead of going to the bunker, and the place was hopping. Before most people are at work, there were a ton of people out shopping. CTV yesterday, they said 1.2 million Canadians calling in sick. By the way, I, I did my part for the local economy. I bought at a local shop this morning. Got a very good deal. I'm not going to tell you on what I bought. A, I bought a coat. was a very good deal. Local shopping helped the economy. Welcome your calls on that. 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. And I bring up the local side because I was looking during the ad breaks comparing Walmart advertised Black Friday prices on both sides of the border. And I use Walmart because they pretty much carry the same stuff, and they are on both sides. The, the big screen TVs that everyone goes crazy for, you get them for about the same price here. A few dollars more once you account for gas and exchange. It's actually probably cheaper here. And, well, you keep the truckers employed, which makes Ron Barr happy. Uh, Ron, you're on the, the Low Green Show with Brian Lilly. We were talking the other day. You were helping to organize a, a counter march to this 100 possible. And now it's been shut down, right? Yes, well, we met, uh, Brian, thank you for taking my call. We met with uh, Constables McKinney from the Ottawa Police Services and Johnson from the RCMP to go over what uh, the logistics of our uh, appearance at the event. And uh, basically they informed us that the roads around the whole perimeter of uh, um, City Hall and Parliament Hill would be closed down, making our efforts futile. We were even trying to negotiate if we could have a couple of trucks even to stage there just to uh, have a presence. And basically, they forbid any trucks from uh, coming into the area. So you you wanted not to just have a rally. You wanted trucks there driving right. along. That's correct. And all it was, it was a drive-through go a couple of times around the block just to make some noise, just to, uh, you know, say, don't forget us. We're the ones that run and drive the economy. Brian, I've been doing a lot of research on carbon tax and cap and trade. Carbon tax will be a direct hit on fuel. Uh, they're proposing 7 to $0.10 cents on a fuel. If you take, take a typical dump truck, which I represent, we use approximately 27,000 liters per year. That'll put an additional $1,890 on a single truck. And, uh, you know, as, uh, you know, uh, all of our costs increase, we continue to get the same rate. It's becoming more difficult to operate, and this tax will absolutely devastate our industry through and through, if not a well, whole other industry. It, it, it'll either... There's going to be a few options. It might put some guys who are on the margins out of business. If it doesn't mm-hmm. do that, it's going to eat into your income. So you're mm-hmm. going to make less money, makes it less uh, attractive for other people to get into the business. Uh, mm-hmm. Or you're going to have to pass on the cost, which drives everything up. Now, people have to remember, as you say, you're, you are the guys that drive the economy. All these things that people are out shopping for today arrive on a truck. Correct. I want, you know, whether we're talking about food clothing, electronics, it shows up on a truck. That's going to drive up the prices. Absolutely. And you know what? You know, uh, we're in a pretty uh, div- unusual situation where, uh, you know, they're going to take s- uh, 7 to $0.10 cents, uh, uh, off of us, give it to uh, the area contractors to build bridges, but they seem to be stubborn and giving raises because everybody's feeling the print- pinch of, uh, of uh, you know, trying to make a living. Profit to this liberal government in all levels has become a foreign word. It's uh, I, I question now why people even get into business anymore, Brian. They're putting all the risks on the line and, and just getting bombarded and knocked on the head. 
Well, maybe, maybe they just want to supply government because they don't slow down on their spending. Ron, I want to read you something. Yes. Uh, this is a news release that just came out within the last hour. Premier Wynne represents Ontario at COP21. And it begins, Premier Kathleen Wynne will depart tomorrow for the United Nations 21st Conference of the Parties on Climate Change in Paris, France. While there, she'll promote Ontario's subnational leadership in fighting climate change, yada, yada, yada. And then it says, Premier Wynne will return to Ontario and resume her legislative schedule and other activities on December 1st. On December 6th, the Premier will return to COP21. Does, mm-hmm. does that make any sense to you? No, not the premier, at all. The Premier telling all of us that we need to conserve, they came out with more environmental legislation yesterday that's going to cost us more. Yes. And she's flying to Paris, then flying home, then flying back to Paris to tell us all to stop flying around the world and stop burning fossil fuels. Yes. It, where does it end, Brian? Well, we've got 50 buses coming to bring these, uh, these kids, uh, the 5,000 kids, to this rally on the weekend. I hope David Suzuki walks through that parking lot and says, uh, you know, questions that. um, Brian, like I said the other day, this world is becoming more and more nuts every day. Uh, It it just doesn't seem to to stop. I don't know where the uh, the fascination and the uh, the urgency to fix the economy today or the the environment today on the backs of Ontarians and Canadians. I just don't get it. I'm I'm at a loss for words, but we're not going to back it up. We're going we're gonna to continue to put the pressure so on. So are, are, are you going to rally at all? You've been told your trucks can't come in, but will you rally at all? Yes, there will be people down there. We have signs. Uh, Guy Annabelle and Beth uh, Trudeau have uh, done a great job. They, uh, they've uh, purchased signs for the event. We've got, a, we've got quite invested in coming down there. So, yes, we will have a presence down there, not, not so much with trucks. But, uh, you know, we'll be, they want so to put if, us in a people, small corner. If people want to join in, where do they rally then? Where do they meet you? Well, we're we're going to strategize that. We, this was just a knock on the head yesterday with regards to the police shutting us down. So we're going to refocus and uh, send some announcements uh, with regards to on Facebook. Um, okay, so, so keep we, keep an eye on your Facebook page. Send me the correct. info. I'll post it on mine, and yes. and we'll get the word out. Ron, thanks and for we'll calling. We'll get the word out because we need to force. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate everything you've done. All right. So if you were going to that counter rally on Saturday, it is now off to a degree. They will have some people going down, but it's not going to be the big trucks and everything else. So consider that. Watch my Facebook page if you want information on it, facebook.com slash Brian Lilly. And while you're there, give the big like. Oh, by the way, CFRA Nation, thank you. Uh, it took a few days for Facebook to register it, but I, I, I told you last week I needed some Facebook loving. And uh, because there were more t- fans from Toronto than Ottawa, you responded, and now you're, you're pulling way ahead of the big smoke, and that's a good thing. Judith in Peterborough, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Um, Brian, I was just wondering, do you ever watch Bill Maher? Uh, I watch him from time to time, and we did have the video that I think you're calling in about up on The Rebel the other day, and people were very excited to was see that. Was that the one where the, uh, uh, the liberal MP was a female? Yeah, Christia Freeland. Okay, yeah, so well, there was she's a lot our... of uh, kerfuffle here about it uh, because they had said she was uh, she was so loud and obnoxious she just wasn't giving anybody a chance to talk. I wish I could play the the audio from you for you. I don't think that we can. But, okay, uh, well, she, it, it um... was it was a terrible thing to see. It was embarrassing, 
And then you know, he, he finally had, uh, reached his limit and got very sarcastic with her and said, by the way, when the prime ministers flew in on, you know, I guess some on private jets and that, and he said, and your climate change, he said they left the cars running for hours outside the, uh, you know, and that, that sort of settled her down and shut her up. But it was very embarrassing to, so, uh, to watch. It, it really was something to see. I. So and, and just I for people to, to know what you're talking about, Judith, I mean, the main part that got people talking was they were discussing the uh, the refugee situation yeah. and they were discussing uh, keeping out people that hold ideas that are the antithesis of what we believe in Canada, what we believe in the United States. And Christia Freeland, by the way, has rejected countless media requests in Canada, but when Bill Maher calls or one of the, the U.S. networks she runs to them because she used to work in the States and was a, a U.S. media pundit. So that's why she's there all the time. But Bill Maher said something about um, views around Sharia, and she said, are you saying Muslims are bad? And he said, no, I'm saying some of the ideas are bad. Yeah. And she said, well, you can't say that. And he said, some people believe in honor killings for women that are raped. I think that's a bad idea, and we should say that. Right. She did not like that idea at all. Uh, we've got Muslims in this country that fight the idea of honor killings, and this cabinet minister is, is such an appeaser that she, she, couldn't, she couldn't really, you know, discuss that. Oh, well, you know, they hardly got a word in edgewise, you know, and, and finally he, he just, uh, he, he finally got quite sarcastic. Yeah. And that was when he mentioned, by the way, when your prime ministers uh, flew into the meetings and that, he said some came in private jets. I think he had said that. And he said, and furthermore, the cars were left running for hours, out the chauffeur-driven, well, for hours outside. Yeah, Christian Freeland also insulted Americans on that show, and she's our international trade minister. Go Team Trudeau. Thanks for the call, Judith. All right. Brian Lilly sitting in for Lowell Green. Uh, 521-TALK, 521-8255 if you want to join the conversation, or star 580 on Bell Mobility. Now back to Lowell Green on Ottawa's home for breaking news, covering what matters to you. News Talk 580 CFRA. Brian Lillian for Lowell Green and uh, looking at the Twitterverse earlier today and seeing lots of people tweet out photos of themselves in their Kenora dinner jackets. They're wearing the lumber jackets for the Red Blacks this weekend. Uh, I don't know about you, but I will be finding a special place to watch the game. I will be incommunicado, except if someone's sitting next to me yelling in my ear, from 6 o'clock on, on Sunday night. Maybe I'll just sit in a closet somewhere and listen to it on TSN radio. That way no one can bug me. But I'm excited about the game. Uh, There has been a long tradition at the coaches' news conferences, and and this happens in a lot of sports. Um, You know, goes back to Rocky, goes back to other events. Should the players be having sex before the big game. And for many years, it was a question that was asked by a specific journalist at the coaches' news conference every single year. I'm just trying to bring that up. I think it was. Was it Jim Hunt that used to ask that? Um, let's see. 
Rick Campbell was asked about it yesterday or the other day, and we're going to bring you that in a minute. Uh, but yeah, it was Jim Hunt of uh, The Sun. And now Terry Jones of The Sun has taken it up. And every year they ask the coaches about it. Rick Campbell's answer is being deemed the greatest ever. So we're going to play that for you here. And if you want to call in on the Red Blacks and uh, what you're thinking about the game this week, about uh, how they'll do against Edmonton, how you're feeling about CFL football right now, take your calls on that. 521-TALK, 521-8255, or star 580 on Bell Mobility. But right now, here is Terry Jones answering the question on mm, what to do about the whole issue of players and sex. Uh, This is known as the uh, Jim Hunt Memorial question uh, that's been asked in every Grey Cup going back uh, longer than I've been around. Uh, And both of you uh, being uh, in your first uh, experience in those chairs uh, as a head coach, uh, I would like to know your... uh, your philosophy and your uh, plans to tell your team uh, about what you think, uh, how they should, uh, should they have sex at the Great Cup or not? <laughs> well, it's my job to put guys in the best position to have success, whether that's on or off the field. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to give advice more than uh, a policy. And this would probably apply to most of our players and coaches is that, uh, and it mirrors our football team this year, is that the odds aren't good and no one gave you much of a chance, but if you pay attention to detail and you execute and you do it with zest and enthusiasm, anything can happen. (laughs) How can you top that? told about the question possibly uh, this morning and uh, you know it kind of caught me off guard again I mean uh, I, don't, I can't I'll just have to reserve the things I'm going to say about our group because I know the way I know the way they live alright there you have it Rick Campbell giving the answer on the uh, the question of his advice to players you don't have much of a chance but if you pay attention to detail and uh, do it with finesse anything can happen 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. Or if you're calling from out of town like Jacob is, 1-800-580-2372. You call in now, you can get on the program, and we'll take your calls on uh, on Black Friday, on the Red Blacks, on the refugee situation. Open line, open topic. Jacob, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Yes, uh, greetings, uh, Brian. Listen, I just want to bring to your attention something interesting I heard on CBC many years ago because it, it really reflects what's going on today. Uh, you, you know, I, I have the suspicion, I think many Canadians do, that the Prime Minister is going to bend over, over backwards to not only uh, uh, curb, you know, Canadian rights, but actually in some cases maybe even outright deny them in favor of these refugees. Okay? Uh, what, what, what do you mean by that? Well, okay, just think for a second, right? We're supposed to bend, we're, we're supposed to walk in them with open arms, and, you know, whether or not that represents a danger to, to Canadians based on what's going on in Europe is really irrelevant because we're a nice people and we're always apologizing. So we should be able to, you know, just 
open up our hearts and our wallets and whatever else it takes to to make them feel comfortable if if they're if they're offended for some reason because of their Islamic faith we have to give into it like for example what's happening in Nova Scotia where they're offering hijabs to women around it to 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 get them to get used to wearing it because it offends some of the Muslims to see women walking around with their bare heads I mean things of that nature now I just want to remind you uh, I want to remind Canadians of what a commentator on CBC said this I mean I kid you not this was actually broadcast okay they were talking about uh, something going on in Nova Scotia. There was some kind of prejudice against blacks who were living there. So the commentator said like this, are you sitting down? We should be less Canadian and more concerned about, uh, you know, recent immigrants' rights. That was what was said on the air regarding this what? particular... Yeah, yeah, this, this particular incident with blacks in, in Nova Scotia. We should, be, we should uh, learn okay. to be less That's... Canadian and more caring now, J- J- Jacob, just a second there. Uh, I didn't see this particular segment, so I don't know. May- maybe the commentator at CBC has no clue how how old the black community is in Halifax, in Nova Scotia, how long it has been there, more than generations upon generations of white Canadians. It is an old and established area. And, yeah, there was racism before, Uh in, in fact, there was segregation down in Nova Scotia with Africville, and, and a lot of Canadians don't know that story, but they are Canadians, and, and, unless, it, unless they're talking about another group, then no, no, that's no, why was, I'm no, couching. No, no one's denying they're not Canadian. I think he was referring to a particular recent group of, of, of immigrants to that part of Canada. Well, that, no, that was we, the reference. We, sh- the we reference. shouldn't be less Canadian ever. Of course. And being Canadian, yeah, we're welcoming. But of course. We, we, we also operate a certain way here. That's right. But the thing is, the, 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 the problem that bothers me is that when you define what a Canadian is, uh, it, Canadians are increasingly at, at odds over what that exactly means. Are we now Mexican, Italian, Hispanic, Arab, etc., Canadian, or are we just Canadian, right? Are we just like, are we, are we the Canadian that is typically identified with the ones who, who built this country back in the 1800s, okay? So that's the thing that, that, that we have to come to terms with. Look, if you and I are having a conversation, I'm not going to be less of me than, 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 than I am at any other time talking with you or anybody else. I can be respectful, I can be polite, but I'm going to be me 100%. So the same thing happens when you, when you talk about a nation. When they come here, they have to adapt to our way. That doesn't mean they have to deny who they are. But if what they do denies who we are, we take precedence. All right, Jacob, thanks for the call. Thank you. Brian Lillian for Lowell Green here with you until 2 o'clock this afternoon. 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. This is News Talk 580 CFRA. This is Ottawa's home for breaking news 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. News Talk 580 CFRA. Here is Lowell Green. Brian Lilly in for Lowell Green, banning the microphone off my ball cap. It's Friday. It's Friday. I've been asking you uh, earlier about the issue of uh, Black Friday. It caught my interest that CTV was reporting 1.2 million Canadians calling in uh, sick to go shopping today. I'm guessing a lot of them were at the Rideau Centre this morning, probably Bayshore, St. Laurent, Carlingwood as well. And then this this story in the Ottawa Citizen caught my eye. My old office mate, Catherine May, who covers the public service, writing about how work rules in 
the civil service, the federal civil service, encourage you to game the system. Now, this report is not written by someone who hates government or who hates the civil service. It's written by Philip Cross, Statistics Canada's former chief economic analyst. The chief economic analyst for Statistics Canada. He now works with the McDonald Laurier Institute, a nonpartisan, and I mean that, nonpartisan think tank. They take the name of a, a former conservative prime minister, former liberal prime minister, and they just try and give people the straight goods. And Philip Cross says that it's a sickness in the system that accounts for why public servants claim 10 and a half days a year for illness, while private sector employees average 6.4 days. The overall public sector, including education and healthcare workers, is close to the federal average at 10.6 days. He said the differences between the sectors are so significant that working in the public sector itself is a determinant of sick leave use rather than an exposure to illness or injury. Quote, I don't want to sound like private sector workers are saints and public sector workers are sinners. If they had the same opportunity to game the system, I think it is human nature to take advantage of it, and the opportunities for gaming the system are much easier in the federal government, said Cross. Right now, it's much easier for you to take a lot of sick days in the federal civil service than anywhere else. There's no follow-up. There's no short-term disability, there's no long-term disability, the way the majority of us deal with that in our workplaces. I posted an infographic from the McDonald Laurier Institute on my Facebook page. I encourage you to go and check it out. Facebook.com slash Brian Lilly. And it says, Federal Civil Service sick leave is ailing. Senior civil servants can take more than a quarter of the working year off. Here's how. A federal employee with 30 years experience is eligible for 30 vacation leave days a year, 15 sick leave days, 11 statutory holidays, 2 personal or volunteer days, 5 family leave days, 2 de facto days off on Christmas and New Year's Eve for a total of 65 days out of a, a year with just 100 95 working days. That's 26% for senior civil servants. It would be a little less because your vacation leave days accrue as you get more experience, as they do in most places. I especially want to hear from civil servants because I'm not picking on civil servants in this. I've lived in Ottawa long enough to know lots of you. And you all have stories in your office of that person that is gaming the system, that person that Every time they can take a sick day, they do. I used to work with a fellow who had retired from the, the public sector, and he told me, Brian, if I had a project that I needed done, and I knew that employees A, B, and C that I was in charge of had a sick day owed to them, I knew that I could not plan to have any work done on that project on a Monday or a Friday immediately after they got the sick day, because... These employees, you get a sick day every so many work days, you get a sick day. And these employees, as soon as they didn't matter if they were sick or not, they got the sick day. They saw it as a benefit. They were entitled to it. They were taking that Friday or that Monday off. In fact, in the report, Philip Cross calls it Friday-itis. 
That's what managers call it in the civil service, Friday-itis. In the private sector, we just call it calling in Hunt over on Friday. They have a special name, the civil service. Welcome your calls on that, 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. And I especially want to hear from you if you are a current or former civil servant. My best source for stories of abuse in the civil service have generally come from civil servants themselves because so many in Ottawa work hard trying to do what's right, trying to get something on the go, and then they watch the slacker next to them do nothing, never be disciplined because they figured out how to work the system. Dan in Nepean, you're on the Lowell Green Show. Hi, Brian. Hi. I'm just calling... I'm just calling about uh, the LCBO. I have a buddy who works at the LCBO, and he tells me that like he's just a shelf stalker, right? Mm-hmm. He takes home two thousand bucks every two weeks. That's not bad. That's really not bad. And I work my bloody tail off, and I don't take home that much. And I work in private business with my dad, mm-hmm. and uh, like I don't take home that much, but we work every single day. I don't get paid if I don't show up to work, so like it's I, I don't so know much what, in a I don't know what the sick leave situation is in the civil service, but oh we lost them. We lost Dan and the Pian. All right, well I'll finish off with this. He was talking about his friend that worked at the uh, the LCBO. Uh I do know that there have been reports that say the federal civil service in particular is higher than ten days. Maybe it's down to ten days a year now. I think it used to be as high as twelve. And there's one particular element of the federal civil service. We'll call it the state broadcaster. I don't want to name them, but we'll just call them the state broadcaster. And they had 16 days a year on average of sick leave. So at the LCBO, maybe they've got a, a similar program. But it is a problem in our system that so many are willing to say, you know what, let's just let's just call in sick. Let's take every day that we can. Doesn't matter if you're sick. Sick days are supposed to be there if you're actually sick. They're not meant to have a long weekend. Although I wouldn't mind a long weekend myself. But it's there when you get a holiday. Not calling in sick and leaving your fellow co-workers holding the bag. Now back to Lowell Green on Ottawa's home for breaking news, covering what matters to you. News Talk 580 CFRA. It's warm but rainy where I'm sitting right now. I couldn't believe the temperatures. I've been telling you I went out to, to check out the Black Friday sales to instead of going to my deep, dark, depressing bunker. And, and I couldn't believe how warm it was this morning when I went outside. The, the downside is this will be used by everyone going to Paris to say, see, it's global warming. See, we've got to change everything. Of course, when we point out that it's cold, we're told not to use weather. But today's weather will be used. You need a lefty decoder ring to figure out what the rules are, and the rules change when they decide they do. Mike, in Cornwall, you're on the Lowell Green Show with Brian Lilly. Your thoughts on sick leave, my friend? Yes, hi. I um, I work for both the uh, public sector and the private sector. Mm-hmm. 
in the private sector, I was mid-management. I can tell you that when I worked in the public sector, the uh, the trend was that if you could get away with it and nobody was going to hassle you, well, do it. I think the same probably applies in the private sector, although the private sector has a tendency to monitor these things uh, more closely because they're bottom line orientated in the public sector, not so much. Uh, the public sector is a combination of human nature and strong unions. Uh, if they, somebody calls them into question on why they, they took five or six Fridays in a row off sick, uh, if they take issue with the individual, uh, they go to their union and the union will protect them. In the private sector, what we did, and it was a common practice, everybody had a chart where we tracked not only their sick leave but their vacation. And I can tell you that if an employee had called in and they all had, we had eight, ten, ten days a year off sick leave. Mm -hmm. If an employee uh, was off four Fridays or four Mondays in a row, we simply brought them into the office and uh, just mentioned casually that uh, it had come to our attention that uh, we noticed that they had a, a pattern. situation where they had been ill in four Mondays uh, and was there a problem? Uh, not accusing them, but letting them know that we were cognizant of the fact that they had uh, a propensity to take Fridays and Mondays off and um, that we thought, without saying it, that there might be a problem. I don't see anything wrong with that. No. And miraculously, uh, <laughs> nine times out of ten when you did this, the individual would um, all of a sudden uh, had a tendency to get sick on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Uh, everybody took their sick days. Um, because they weren't allowed to bank it in the private sector, but uh, that was the situation. Yeah, well, and, and it is vastly different, isn't it? Uh, you you yeah, say that the unions would, would complain if you said that to a worker in, in the public sector. I don't think the... Um, it's been a long time since I worked in a unionized environment in the private sector, but I don't think my union reps would have stood up for me and, and and gone to the mats for me if I was calling in sick every Monday or every Friday, they would have said, "Come on, uh, smarten up! You're you're causing us headaches." Yeah, no, I, I didn't mean to, to that it was in in a succession. I'm talking about over the span of a year. If you had ten days sick leave in the public sector, uh, they tend to be sick on a Monday or Friday. You're quite correct. Okay, thanks for the call. Thank you. Eudora is in Ottawa, and Eudora. You're on the Low Green Show. No, don't paint everybody in the same brush. I don't. I am. I'm surprised to be hearing about these ten days sick leave. When I was there, when it first started, it was only five days. And any time that I had to take off, I took a doctor's certificate. I only took off when I was sick. And if my daughter that's challenged was sick, I was allowed to take one day off without a doctor's certificate. Okay, hold on, Eudora. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you called in, and I want to hear what you have to say. But, what he... but don't, don't say, paint everyone with the same brush. I said, and, and, and I don't think anything Mike said contradict, I said, I know there are a lot of hardworking civil servants, but you all have that person in your office or your workplace that you know games the system. That will get away with murder. That is true. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the problem. But you can't. And they can accumulate sick leave and get paid for it. They don't. They, in the federal civil time. service, no. 
Not anymore. I know teachers used to be able to do that. I don't know if they can anymore. I, I know someone that retired almost 18 months early. But because I know of a director who took off six months before his time in order to take the rest of the time out in sick leave, and he got shortchanged because when they tell him, no, bring your badge in, you can't do it. Ah, well, that's good. You know, so there are some, and it all depends who you are, who is your boss, who is the director, who your family to, and all that sort of thing. <laughs> so there was favoritism inside of, on top of all of that. It was. It was favoritism. Wow. There are lots of people who really work hard that don't even say, they don't even get a thank you. You're getting a paycheck. You should be grateful, yes. But uh, I, nobody I, says thank you. Abs- all the other supervisors get the praise for the employees doing the work. I uh, Absolutely. I, I know people, and like I've said, uh, when, when I get stories of abuse in the public sector, quite often I get them given to me, leaked to me. There's a source inside the public sector who says, Brian, you won't believe what's going on. Someone needs to know about this. Right now I'll tell you there's an organization serving disabled people who have taken off since yesterday. Oh, we got, they're going on a retreat. Give me a break. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, especially you know, and, if they're, they're all gone. You're not going to be back until Tuesday. Eudora, thanks for the call. You're quite welcome. Lifa in Orleans, you're on the Low Green Show. Hi. Um, I was a federal public servant for many years and uh, worked in four different departments, nine different jobs, uh, before I chose to leave because I couldn't stand uh, the people who abused the system. So when I was there, it was 15 uh, sick days available to anyone annually. Yeah. Uh, most people took them. And then when they did need sick leave, they were able to reach ahead because they didn't have any banked. What? Uh, on the flip side, there are those who do collect for many, many years and then at the tail end of their career, uh, and again, this is all things that I've experienced, uh, take Monday and Friday off for the last you know, two to three years before they leave or, again, take a full six months off. Um, it's... Uh, Part of the problem, uh, a lot of the times, you know, I would bring it up to my own managers, uh, directors. I brought it all the way up to one department's ombudsperson because I was so frustrated with one one particular employee who was abusing it so badly, um, and nothing ever came of it. And I think part of the reason is because the management doesn't have the, the like anything else in government, the paperwork to deal with it is so arduous that they don't want to do it. It's another well, and- piece of work. And you know what? Stephen Harper had said he was going to fix it. Wasn't going to take away sick leave, but they were going to change how the system worked, use a short-term disability system like most use in the private sector, help people get back to work. Because the reason it's so high with that 10-day average is because of the abusers, not because of the average civil servant. That's correct. And And that system would have changed that. That would have changed that. And Justin Trudeau said, nope. We're going to let you keep the bad system the way it is that costs Canadians billions. Leafa, right. thanks for the call. Okay. If you've got a story like this, you want to share it, 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580. I said, I know there's lots of hardworking civil servants across Ottawa, but you all know the abusers are there as well. 521-TALK, 521-8255, Brian Lilly. This is News Talk 580 CFRA. Now back to Lowell Green. On Ottawa's home for breaking news, covering what matters to you. News Talk 580 CFRA. 
And you won't want to go away after we wrap up the Lowell Green Show at the top of the hour because Lunch Bunch will be up after that. Councillor Eli El-Shantiri coming in. He's heavily involved in uh, police issues at City Council. I believe he's still on the Police Services Board. Eli can fill me in. I haven't seen him in a while. It'll be good to see him. He can fill me in when that happens. Uh, John Ruddle from uh, CTV uh, News, uh, CTV Ottawa coming in as well. Uh, but we'll talk to Councillor El Shantiri about try and get specifics. Everyone keeps saying, well, we want to do crime prevention because of these shootings, because the guy's getting shot in the leg and shot in the buttocks. We want to we want to get down to some of the nitty gritty. What is actually being done? I don't think we have enough specifics yet. <clears throat> well, I don't. Maybe you do, but I don't. We've been taking your calls on the issue of civil servants and um, the sick leave. I want you to go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Brian Lilly. Make sure, well, first, make sure you like the page, but two, check out this infographic from the McDonald Laurier Institute that I've pa- uh, posted that shows how many sick days a senior civil servant can take off. How many sick days that is. 65 without any problems, without going on any short or long-term disability, 65 days off out of a total of 260 working days in a year. Go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Brian Lilly, and after you click like for the page, share it. Share it so that other people can see it. This is important information for people to know. Because the unions will jump in right away and say, no, 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 not true. This is a report done by Philip Cross, the former chief statistician, or chief, econ- not this, sorry, not the former chief statistician, the former chief economic analyst for the McDonald Laurier Institute. Canadians need to know the truth about it because the unions will obfuscate. The unions will claim, well, that it's not true. The unions will claim there's nothing to fix. Tony Clement and Stephen Harper were trying to fix it. Justin Trudeau jumped in and said, we won't change the system. We'll give you your sick days back. No one was going to take away real sick days. They were just going to try and deal with people that were sick for long periods of time. They were going to try and bring in a modern system instead of one based on rules developed in 1919 and 1931 and some of the crazy contract negotiate or contract um, clauses developed back in the, the crazy days of the 70s. That's what it was about. While you're at the Facebook page, you can also check out uh, some of my postings from the rebel.media, including big question now, now that the liberals have agreed to do proper vetting on security, are they going to do proper vetting on ideology? And that's an idea that makes a lot of liberals uncomfortable, but if we've got up to one in five, one in four people in Syria saying they support ISIS outright, do you think maybe we want to vet those people, maybe shunt them off to the side? I would say yes. 
as you'll see if you watch the videos that I've posted there yesterday, Ralph Goodale, he didn't like those questions. He didn't want to answer those questions. They're all open, all about talking to the media, unless you've got a difficult question. Even Vice News, far-left Vice News, only concerned about pot. Well, that's not true. I, I do them a disservice. They do some good foreign affairs stuff. But even they are now writing about how this government is not as open as they claimed they would be. Helen in Ottawa, you're on the Low Green Show about sick leave. Helen? Yes, hi, how are you? Perfectly adequate. Well, listen, uh, at least I knew when I was working in the government that in order to have um, approved sick leave, you had to put in, it has to be signed by a doctor's, a physician's medical certificate deeming that the person is ill. I mean, you can't take, sit there and take 65 days off. It's erroneous of you to even suggest that unless um, you have did, did, a doctor's did, certificate. Did, did you, now, you're, oh, in your Helen, business, do you Helen, have a sick leave? Helen? Yes? Did, did you listen to my breakdown of the 65 days? I didn't say 65 sick days. I said you, they can take up to 65 days off. Yes, but it has to be medically approved. I mean, it's not like sitting no. around with a finger in their ear uh, saying, oh, I'm going to take today off of sick leave, unlike the radio stations that are reporting so erroneously the information. And you get so upset because our dear Harper, who got booted out, because he was the lone wolf in the closet, not giving out any information. And thank God that the liberals are giving out information so that you people can <laughs> chew the fat. Because quite frankly, it's sickening between you, John Council, and Lowell Green. All you do is sit at the, and look and pick at your the lint in your uh, stomach and trying to um, and, and uh, trying to say to people, oh, you know, oh, this and that. Get over it. Get oh, with this it. And the that? liberal no. government here. No, the people I'm... of Canada are not stupid coast to coast. They voted. Get used to it. I, I, I am used to it. Well, you know you're not this, because this, you're Helen, things. What Helen, you're this is, is information you... from when Harper was in power. Come on. And, and Harper it's... didn't tell you bugger all. All you guys were sitting around twiddling your fingers for the past five years. You didn't oh, know what the heck was coming off. Give me a off. break. At least he's being trans, translucent and transparent is what uh, our current prime uh-huh. minister is, which is a pain in the neck for the people over 50 years of age. What? <laughs> okay. Say something crazy, then hang up. Thank you, Helen in Ottawa. Well, she just claimed that I said that civil servants can take 65 sick days a year. That's not what I said. I said someone with 30 years experience in the federal civil service can take 30 vacation days, 15 sick leave days, 11 statutory holidays, two personal or volunteer days, five family leave days, and two de facto days off and Christmas and New Year's Eve. Those are facts, Helen. Facts done up on Harper's time in office. That's not me picking on the liberals. Pull your own fingers out of your ear. Pull your head out of the sand. Good way to end the show. Good way to end the week. I'm Brian Lilly. This wraps the island of sanity for this week. Lunch Bunch coming up shortly. Make sure you stick around. Good show coming up there. And then uh, a fun show between one and two. We'll, we'll talk some fun. We'll talk some entertainment. Then we'll get the intelligence files with David Harris. I'm Brian Lilly. This is News Talk 580 CFRA.